Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Hello, friend. Welcome back. Just take a little minute. Let's just take a minute, shall we? Maybe drop your shoulders a little bit. Relax your jaw. Seeing if you can take a big, full breath. Maybe you haven't even had time or the ability to access that breath yet today, but just holding a little space here and now for that. Yeah. How good does that feel? Thank you for being here and allowing me the time and space to drop in a little bit and share that with each and every one of you. A question that has come up time and time and time again in all of the containers that I work with, but especially a pretty heavy theme amongst all of my one-on-one clients recently was this concept of building your trust in yourself. It it weaves its way a little bit into trusting others, but ultimately if we don't have a relationship, a solid relationship or a, a progressive relationship in building trust within ourselves, we are not able to access that in the way that we want to show up powerfully with others and to feel around others. And so as we've practiced these themes over and over and over again with so many people, because just know if you're listening to this and you're saying, I would love that, but I don't, I don't know how to trust myself. I don't know where to begin. You are most definitely not alone. You are most definitely not alone. It wasn't until a few years ago that I really understood what trusting myself felt like, how it presented and how it was so different. I was in constant need and in constant seeking of somebody else to tell me what to do next, how to do it. What is the next step? Where is the next plan? What is the next, what is the best thing for me? And you can bleed trust. I'm using these interchangeably a little bit today. You can bleed bleed in trust with intuition. To me, with a lot of these practices, they're one in the same. But if you listen back to, if you're an OG podcast listener and you were here in the fit and fierce days or you've maybe gone back and listened to a few episodes you will find that pretty much episode one through probably i don't lord knows 200 or so uh 150 at least anybody who was speaking about intuition speaking about listening and honoring yourself leaning into that space, every single person I asked the question, how do you know? How do you know it's your intuition and not your ego speaking? How do you trust what's coming up? How do I trust these feelings, these downloads, this this nudge inside of me and just believe that that is truth and it's not my chattery mind speaking? Every single one every single one. And I was constantly even leaning on them to seek out the answers of tell me something I don't know. Tell me this magic secret that everybody's been keeping from me and that I just haven't been able to tap into and access yet. 
And of course, that's not how it works. Of course, I had to take that time for myself and I had to do that learning with myself and nobody can. And I share this with my clients as well. And this isn't this isn't part of the practice of what we go through is, is they're exploring and expanding in this space, but it's, you get to do the work. This is your opportunity. This is your privilege to be able to do this for yourself and begin to understand what a relationship with yourself, a healthy relationship with yourself looks and feels like and how, when these ideas or feelings or sensations are present, We don't have to constantly run from them, but we can lean into them. Ultimately, we can trust them. So I'm going to share five tips with you today. Typically, I don't do here are my tips, but we're kind of throwing all the rules out today because it just, this felt really needed and this felt necessary. And truth and honesty, when we're talking about something that does take up, that can take up a lot of bandwidth or take up a lot of your energy consumption Let's give you some clear-cut, tangible steps to begin to practice. And maybe one of these will be a space where you land in and sit in for a little while longer than the others. Maybe one you feel pretty confident in already. Maybe one it was never even on your radar before. And so these aren't linear. There isn't necessarily one that you have to do before you can play with the others. They're pretty much interchangeable. This is just how they float out of my brain. <laughs> so this is the this is the list that I'm sharing with you. The first step or the first tip or request is to access safety. If we don't feel safe, if I don't feel safe in my body, if I don't feel safe with the energy that is around me, if I don't feel safe in a situation, an environment, being able to listen and honor my intuition is not going to be the most accessible thing for me. And so this will look so different for everybody. And this is going to be different also in every situation and maybe from person to person. Can we begin to have some practices that allows you to access safety within yourself, to feel grounded, to feel present, to remember you are in this moment here and now, to maybe use your breath as an anchor, And even that question of this can be a loaded space to step into. There's a lot maybe here you need to unpack. And so even simply asking yourself, does this feel safe? Does this feel safe? You don't have to know why. You don't have to have the answer of the explanation as to the answer of yes or no. Or, I don't know, kind of a little bit, but not fully. The explanation is not necessarily needed. It's just showing yourself that you are going to take the time instead of just blindly going into something or instead of forcing yourself in a situation that your nervous system, your energy, your mind, your spirit does not feel comfortable, you can ask yourself. And if it feels accessible then to you, if it feels comfortable for then for you, even following that question up with what would allow this or what would allow me in this space to feel more safe, to feel more grounded. Maybe it's, if it's with somebody, maybe it's asking them, Hey, can we just pause this conversation and take a break? If it's somebody that I'm sharing breath work, I'll ask them, what would allow you to feel safe? Would it be to 
open your eyes? Would it be to move yourself in a different position? Would it be to change the breath pattern? As I'm coaching with somebody, I'll ask, what, what makes this, what would allow this container to feel safe? And they get to, they get to express and they get to share that with me. So number one is accessing safety simply by asking, does this feel safe? And seeing if you can honor that. If it's an ability for you to say no, step away from that. Not forever maybe, but for a, for a short period of time, for as long as you need. And following that up with, if this doesn't feel safe, or maybe if it's kind of lukewarm, what would allow this container, this environment, this person, this experience to just feel a little bit more safe to my system? And the second tip is going to be practice these quote-unquote high-stakes questions, these experiences that are that are heightened practice some of these skills in a really low stakes way and so what I mean by that is one of the questions that I will have my clients run through is if they are leaning into I'm trying to I'm trying to hear my truth I'm trying to follow that and lead in that I'm trying to even access what my intuition is I'll simply have them close their eyes down or get into again a space that feels safe and comfortable to them just get quiet and have that ability to be in maybe taking a couple cleansing breaths (sighs) just clearing up that channel a little bit and asking the most low state question the first one that I typically go to is my name is Megan and I'll feel how my body responds to that. I'll notice what's happening and I'll hold in that noticing and that level of awareness and that curiosity space as long as I need to. And then you follow it up with a question that you know is absolutely not true. My name is Sarah and I notice what's happening in my body when that truth is present and when that non-truth is present. And what this does is it begins to build up your capacity, begins to build up your awareness of your body to notice what truth feels like, what non-truth feels like. And when we're more secure and we're more certain in those, those feelings and what that truth feels like, we can start to honor that and that builds up your trust. Essentially, you're putting a penny in your trust piggy bank every single time that you do that, every single time that you're just cognitively aware of that. Or physically, emotionally aware of that. And then you can begin to add on that a little bit. Once you're really familiar with that basic, basically, not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why would it matter? It, that question, it, it holds no stake on what my name is. I just know it. I can feel into my truth. You can begin to eventually add a question that's a little bit above that space. I want to wear this gray shirt today. I want to wear this black shirt today. Something that still doesn't really matter. There's no real quote-unquote consequence for picking the wrong thing. But starting to feel into that. And then maybe it's starting to get deeper. I'm feeling hungry or not hungry. I'm feeling satisfied or not satisfied. That might be the top of the ring for you. That might be a really high stake one depending on where you're at with your relationship with food and your body and honoring your hunger cues. Who knows? Everybody's going to have a different space. But eventually building up to that And the number one thing that I will say about this is if you are asking yourself a question that you are very highly emotionally invested in, 
it already feels Oh, I, when I'll ask myself a question that I'm too emotionally invested in to get a clear answer, it will be very anxious. It will come really fast and I'll notice fluttering in my chest and there's just this urgency to know. And there's just this death grip feeling on the answer. If I know that I'm getting into that space, it's not a time and place for me to lean into what is truth and what is not truth. And I just pause it and I shelf it and I just know that this is not going to be a space where I'm able to build up that trust and I'm able to listen and to honor my intuition right here and now. It doesn't mean that you can't come back to it, but right here and now, that's not going to be the most serving practice or serving exercise for you to lean into. And the next tip, tip number three, is going to be allowing space to feel and honor your feelings. Collective group sigh, moan. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I I hear you. I hear you, sister. I get it to the depths of my core. You know that I do. But what happens when we are not allowing ourselves to process our emotions, to even feel our emotions, to honor what is present, all of it, all of it is welcome, the heavy, the light, the dark, the shadow, the joy, the bliss, it all gets to be here. But what happens is if we're constantly neglecting one of those things that is there, it will continue to build. It will continue to build. And think of that almost like clogging your pipes a little bit. And when those pipes are clogged up, it's pretty hard for anything clear to anything to move through there. And that's the same as thinking about your intuition or accessing your truth or even safety within self. If it's all mucked up inside that energetic body, that truth, that trust has nowhere to come in or it's going to be just little tiny slivers and it's going to be a lot harder to fill into that and to feel into that. And maybe for you that's sitting in stillness. Maybe that's embodiment practices. Maybe that's breath work. All of my clients have different ways and different practices that they feel safe, right? You need to feel safe first to allow that space to feel what's present to feel what's present for you. The fourth tip is going to be celebrating yourself. Celebrating yourself. Celebrating your wins. When you do the truth practice and you 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 notice how your truth feels in your name in your body when you ask what your name is, celebrate that. That's a massive notice. That's a big shift. That's a big win. It sounds so small, but it again is putting one of those trust pennies in your trust piggy bank. You're adding it up. You're moving the needle forward and you're increasing your capacity. Maybe celebrating the progress, celebrating the path that has taken you to get here. All of those little tiny 1% adding and adding and adding up. And why this is so important is because when we have the capacity to hold trust and hold truth in our body, the universe acknowledges like, yeah, she's right. When she says she wants her, she wants to lean into trust. She wants to honor her intuition. When she's actually showing me I'm, you're doing it then your capacity gets a little bit wider and you're able to receive a little bit more. But you have to build up your energetic capacity. And we do this by celebrating where you're at, by celebrating every tiny piece. And in all of that, always seeing if you can come back to what is 1% win today? What is one thing 
today, this week, this month. And the last tip that I'm going to share with you, tip number five, is enlisting support that feels safe. Circling back to number one, enlisting support that feels safe and choose that support wisely. Choose that support wisely. What happens when we get to a space where we're looking, we're, we're really looking into leaning into this trust and maybe we're having uh, energy underneath that of desperation or of frustration or of scarcity or of lack or of fear. We can sometimes be drawn into what we think is a quick and easy fix. What we think is the, the person, the, and that can be somebody you're hiring or just truthfully somebody you know in your life, but the person that will just give you what you need in that moment and maybe not be the most supportive for you long-term. Somebody that will hold up a mirror to you and challenge you and create a container that feels so safe that you're able to have those conversations. You're able to access those feelings that groundedness, that presence. And this also goes to, too, of thinking about the people that we're going to, the people that we love in our life or the people that are very important in our life. Not everybody has the ability, the want, the desire, or the capacity to allow you the safety, the space, a clear container that you need to be able to lean in to practice these things because of what they're going on, because of where they're at in their path, because maybe they're toxic for you, because they just, who knows why we don't have to know why. And it's not a criticism of them. It's just an acknowledgement of that. It's an acknowledgement of that. And if you're looking at a space of maybe I'm going to invest in somebody, maybe I'm going to invest in myself and hire somebody to help me with that. Really, really looking at maybe go back to the episode that I shared on being trauma informed but really looking back at, is this person telling me that they have a solution for me? Is this person telling me that if you, <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I just realized what I was going to say and I understand the, uh, I understand the dichotomy in this, but if somebody's telling you follow these five easy, <laughs> quick steps to build up trust in yourself and you'll have that, I would question that. Honestly, I would probably run from that. <laughs> And notice in here the difference of, I did not guarantee that this is going to do anything from you. I gave you an offering and I gave you some tools and some resources to practice and to lean into yourself. There's a difference. It's not disregarding anybody that tells you that they have a method that you can explore or a a path that you can try, but it's exploration and it's try. It's never a guarantee. I cannot guarantee that anything that I shared with you is going to land. I cannot guarantee that any of this is going to fit for you or fit for you right now. What I can guarantee is these things have worked for me. And I also know that I have had to do this myself with support with somebody in my my space and to create a safe container so I could access that in myself. But ultimately, it's going to boil down to you doing that. So if somebody guarantees that they can do that for you, I'd, I'd hightail it my, my way out of there. And if that looks like working with me in a one-on-one container where we weave in embodiment, we feel into what is happening in the body and you start to hold some space for accessing that truth and that safety, whether it's 
with breath work that I share where you're just coming into stillness and connecting with your breath, connecting with your feelings and what's present and happening for you right now. Or maybe even in a membership, we can heal in community as well. So if that feels, there's all these avenues and these options that I can provide. And if they land with you, I would welcome you with open arms. And if they don't land with you, honor that. Please honor that. Trust in yourself and begin to use that as an acknowledgement of putting a penny in your trust piggy bank and building up your capacity. All right. There's my five tips for you to follow. And also don't think that this is a guarantee. Oh man, the irony of this all. I I do, I would love to know if some of these land, if you practice some of these, if you have been practicing these, or if you have other ways that you've practiced that have been really beneficial for you, send me a message. Let's talk about it. I'm always looking to expand and to grow and to share more with you. And if you have something that works, know and trust that if it worked for you, odds are somebody else out there could use that as well. Sending you so much light, so much love, always. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild, this wild ride. If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in and I want to know, I want to hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love, always.